Hello and Shabbat Shalom. Um, Harry and I are down here in Tulum, Mexico. If you didn't know, calm night. We um, were just on a Twitter space and wanted to hop on here and give a little life update for the podcast listeners. Um, Harry, what's going on, man? Not much. Just working, hanging out. Doing Twitter spaces with the boys. Shout out Mason and Miles and all the other Twitter boys. Um, yeah, we so Ben and I's business trajectories have changed in the last month. We're working on different things than what we were working on last month in Florida. And we just figured we would do a little update episode. This episode should be short. We're going to try to keep it to the point and just kind of talk about what we're doing and what our plans are going forward. Um, so yeah, Ben, what are you working on? Well, I mean, let's talk about what we were working yeah, on. Yeah, man. So to give you guys some background, Harry and I had this idea to start working with um, with financial advisors and doing lead generation. We have one client that we work with right now that we've been getting pretty, pretty good results for, and we were like, okay, maybe this is a industry that we can scale an agency in. And um, we... I'd kind of been talking about it for a while. We tried some forms of outreach, tried running some ads, and um, we kind of, it, it kind of just became apparent after us having this idea for a while and, and not really taking action that it didn't really align with what we wanted to do. Um, you know, I think we're both people that when we want to do something and like when when we have a project that we're focused on and and when it get done, it's going to get done. And this had kind of been almost hanging over our heads for, what, a month or two? Yeah, and, I think we um, spent a couple months talking about it and doing a lot of planning and kind of getting stuff going real slowly. But like Ben was saying, like we're both guys that if we have something we're passionate about and want to work on, we'll just work on it. We'll get it done. We'll take action. Um, and I think having a couple months of not doing much, but like planning and thinking and talking about it a lot we both kind of just realized like yo this like doesn't seem like we're real passionate about it or want to do it and like we both still will talk about it in the aspect of like i think it is a phenomenal business idea and a phenomenal business opportunity to make a lot of money for somebody to run good facebook ads for financial advisors and build an agency based off that like there's so much money to be made there. But Ben and I are both at a point in, in business where we make enough money to take care of ourselves and that kind of gives us the freedom to only work on things that we wanna work on rather than working on things out of necessity because we have to like make money to get by. Um, and we realize like neither of us are really stoked to, to run a financial advisor ad agency. So we said, screw it. Let's not do it. Let's scrap it. Um, we took some sales calls. We, we were doing the thing. We started a new LLC. But fortunately, we didn't get like too heavily invested into it with time or money or any of that. So it was kind of easy to just like scrap it and be like, yo, this isn't it. Yeah. Let's, like, let's focus on what we actually want to do. Um, and for Ben, I mean, you'll talk about it, but I think yeah. that's been refocusing on your agency, Hooper mm -hmm. Media. Um, yeah, I think like touching 
on the on the point you just made real quick, like I think it became apparent that neither of us really wanted to do it when we were in Tulum and both working for like a solid week and we just <laughs> didn't really get around to get around to do anything to move the needle for uh, for that agency. So decided to focus on our on, on the projects that we already had going. Um, and now it's really allowed me the kind of clarity that I needed to focus on one thing, like you just said, and focus on my agency and just scaling it, figuring out how to, how to get around different hurdles and how to really get it to the point where I know I can get to. Um, I was reading $100 million offers by Alex Hermosi, and he was saying when a business gets stuck at one point, like whether it's you know, just uh, like a revenue. If if you get, if you hit a if you hit a wall, like as far as your revenue for a couple months, um, a lot of people will think like, okay, well, this this doesn't work. I can't get past this. I'm just gonna go and start a new business, and that's kind of where I was at. Um, and instead of really breaking this down and figuring out, okay, how can I make this work? I, I just started looking at different opportunities, and the problem with that is. Even if I did get something off the ground in a, in a different industry, I'd, I'm still the same business owner. I'm still probably going to run into similar problems on another business. Um, so giving myself like the clarity and peace of mind where it's like, Ben, just figure this out. Like you, you're, you're hitting this wall right now, but you can get around it. You can get over it. Um, so that's what I've been doing for this this whole month, man, I've just been testing different angles and offers and funnels, and, and that's the game, man. Like, when you, you quickly learn when you run a business, um, all you do is, is just kind of think of new ideas. Obviously, when you find something that works, you just scale it, but until you, you really find a system that is kind of bulletproof, um, you're just testing, and... That's kind of the phase I'm in right now. I, I'm trying out some new offers and angles, like I said. So yeah, that's where I'm at. So I uh, I feel like um, I don't know what I feel like. So I'm working on something totally different right now. I did not just go back to my business before my agency and want to like ramp that up again. Uh, there was a period of time where I wasn't open to taking on new e-com clients um, for various reasons. I got to a point where I couldn't really take on anymore with the workload and then it then iOS 14 came around and I started seeing poorer results with some of my clients. And so I was like, okay, I don't want to take on any more clients right now because I want to figure out how to get banger results for the ones I am working with again right now. Um, and then I got a little past that. Um, I just didn't want to take any on because I was like, I don't want to do the agency thing anymore, at least in the e-com agency. And this is where the idea for the lead gen thing kind of picked up. I was like, I'm going to keep a couple clients with the e-com stuff. Like I'll still make money and like run ads for some stores, but that's not my focus. I want to do the lead gen stuff. The ads are easier to run right now. I think there's a huge potential market, like let's run with it. And then 
through that whole time of us trying to like get that started, I realized I didn't, I don't want to run an agency at all anymore, uh, no matter what space it's in. Um, and in the beginning of like getting into online business, I like did the thing where you business model hop like all over drop shipping, agency, freelancing, like doing email marketing, doing Facebook ads. I've run Google ads. I've run Snap, TikTok ads, like all sorts of crap. Um, I'm definitely past that, but I got to a point where I wanted to transition into a different business model, not like shiny object syndrome, but like there are a couple business models that have serious advantages over an agency, in my opinion. And I feel like most people grow out of first, you like have a skill that you can apply to a business, whether you're a closer or writing copy or running ads. You can apply that to a business as a freelancer, basically. And then you start your own agency. You have some people helping you, whether they're full-time employees, part-time. Um, you get some assistance and grow to a level where you have people helping you out. And it's more like a real agency. Some people scale that and build out a huge team and get a ton of clients and run large agencies. Some people keep it really lean and small. Um, but I feel like most of the time an agency is capped with how much money the owner can actually make and there's no real exit potential with an agency. The multiples are horrible, like building out systems and SOPs and all that shit to be able to have a business you can fully step out of and sell is a ton of work and very challenging. There are a few people that pull it off well, but it's very, very rare and very, very challenging. And then there are models like e-commerce and SaaS, which kind of allow you to be able to build systems and things that can scale well beyond the like potential and capacity of a business that totally relies on humans providing a service to somebody. So right now I'm working on a software project with a buddy of mine. Um, I'm not gonna talk about it fully yet, but we're planning to launch in like a week and a half. So when it does launch, I'll fully be open about it and talk about it. And for any agency or brand owners or copywriters or media buyers that are listening, I think it'll help you. Um, and there are gonna be some cool opportunities for you guys that listen to this to get in early. Um, so that's what I'm working on now. I have a guy that's doing all the development good friend of mine. I'm going to do all the marketing and advertising. Um, and yeah, I feel like I, I also have equity in an e-com brand right now with a couple partners. And right now we're doing product development. So um, we're, we've run ads in the past. We're just trying to figure out the marketing angles and stuff like that. Right now we're getting our products for Q4 finalized and then we're going to hit that again. But I'm at the point in business where I don't want to run an agency anymore. I want to run businesses that have bigger scaling potential and bigger exit potential. Um, and I think owning equity and things like e-com brands and SaaS are the way for me to do that right now. So I'm, I actually do have clients I'm running ads for right now, but one of them is, uh, is pretty active. Like I'm very focused on that. And it was nice to be able to like, the past few weeks in Tulum really plan out the rest of the year and get email campaigns and SMS and ad campaigns set up and planned out for them. So we're gonna absolutely 
murder Q4. Like, uh, my goal for them is about a mil in rev in Q4, which will be sick. They'll do good, I'll do good. Um, and then really focusing on this SaaS project. I'm super excited about it. It's the first time I've really been passionate about a business and like excited to, to just jam on it day in and day out. Like I've been working on it every day um, for the past couple weeks um, and I'm pumped. So that's, that's basically what we're both doing. I think um, clarity is huge. Um, yeah. Clarity and focus. Like when your focus is in too many, too, too many different places, um, you might, like you were just saying with the, the e-com brand that you work with, like you're planning to have a freaking killer Q4. Yeah. Um, and who knows, maybe if, if we were working on another agency, you wouldn't really have the time or even peace of mind to, to take a step back and be like, okay, how can, I, how can I make what's in front of me the best it can be? Yeah, I know for a fact if we were still running ACM, like Q4 for this brand would not be nearly as big, which is unfair to them as a client um, and unfair to myself because like, I've got a great deal worked out with them. They're good friends of mine. Like obviously with the commission, how I work with clients, like as they make a lot more money, I do better for myself. Um, and I had like going into Q4 with this agency with ACM, I was like, okay, let's get these financial advisors. Let's run with it. Also that business model was capped. So like we could never make more than a couple grand per client a month, probably which like if you can get a ton of clients isn't a huge issue, but it sucks. Like that's another thing with my e-com agency, like I can make upwards of 15 to 20 grand a month on a good month with one client. If I like absolutely kill for them um, because of how I run it. So it makes more sense for me to like only focus on running ads for one or two really big brands right now while I'm building my SaaS. I've had a couple of people hit me up recently um, wanting to hire me to run ads for their brands right now. And like, it would be an easy way to make more money. But again, it goes back to that clarity of like, I just like my focus, what I really want to be working on right now is this SaaS platform. Mm -hmm. um, and if I were to take on a couple other clients, like I could make an extra three to 5k a month, but like, the clarity and focus that takes away from the one main thing I want to work on right now would be huge. And with this one main e-com client I'm running ads for, like they're a project where I can take like a week, like the last week I focused a lot on them and I've literally planned out the entire rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Like I'll have to work a little bit more to actually get the ad campaign set up and stuff like that and write some of their emails. But like, it's not going to be a crazy amount of work or focus from me. Um, in fact, almost no focus because I've planned it out. Yeah. It'll be like going in and setting up the campaigns and writing a few emails. Well, a bunch of emails, but like, it'll be very, very little focus and work. So I can really focus on this SaaS that I'm building. Yeah. Yeah, man. You're just attention is huge. Like before, when we were still working on ACM, like, there were so many things with Hooper Media and stuff that I could change to get past this wall that I was neglecting because I had this other side project that, not even that it was taking that much time, it was just like having that like on the back burner. And then 
it's like, and then like the Hooper Media stuff goes to the back burner. Where now it's like, dude, you you just got to figure this out. Like you're you are running into this problem. You just got to test shit, figure out how to how to get around it. And it's the same thing with what you're doing, Harry. Like all of your focus is on your main projects, and that's just gonna do. Your main projects are gonna do so much better because of that. Yeah, yeah, and I think like running Hooper Media, like to run it right, is a full time. That's your business, Agreed. and running ACM would be a full time. That's our business. Yeah. Whereas things like having one client, like my one ecom client, is not a full time focused thing yeah. at all. It's like very little work and focus. And then also the client that we work together running ads for is like very little work. We get them great results, so we do well, but like it's such little work and attention that that is fully like a side project that we can run full focus businesses and still have that. So I can run full focus, another full focus business and still work with a few of these clients because there's so little work and so little attention. And that's like the crazy part about Facebook ads is like when you're good at it and run them right, like you don't have to do actual work for your ads like every day. Like when you had ads jamming for Hooper Media, you set them up once and yeah. like probably didn't touch them for a few weeks or a month yeah like even some of my clients dude i had one campaign for three months because it was just ripping there was no yeah. reason to to test anything else um but that was such a good point that you made like like i think hooper media it, it does need my full focus for yeah. it to get to the level that it can get to and that's kind of like what i realized when we were talking um uh, at the at the pool that one day when you're just asking me like, okay, well, how do, you, how do you get it to that next level? And like, it was something that I knew, but I didn't really want to, like I, I knew it was such a big project um, because it's just a completely different, different industry, like different, like it's, there's just so many moving factors or moving parts with, um, with what I'm trying to do that it, it needs my full attention for it to grow properly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with like the clients that are like potential clients that have reached out to me recently. Like my ads for clients are actually doing really well right now, which like three months ago was not necessarily the case. Like I had e-com clients that just weren't crushing it anymore. Um, And there were like a a bunch of factors like I think my focus was divided like part of it's definitely on me and then there were some environmental factors all sorts of crazy stuff was going on Um, but now my clients are like really doing well and I'm like way more confident in media buying and like running ads and like I'm confident I could run profitable ads for pretty much any good e-com brand right now so like it would be easy for me to take on some clients I just like am not down to do it because like I know that would fully take my focus away from what I what I really want to do and what I think has bigger long-term potential mm-hmm. and so I'm taking a loss on that money right now that like I could get up to a really good level um, especially with Q4 like running ads in Q4 is literally just printing cash right but it, it's opportunity cost as well yeah taking a loss right now and it's like looking long term which yeah I think 
uh, having like us talking about business. I think I've gotten you to think a lot more long term recently. Like taking on these clients, I'll make money immediately. But like again, you look at the long term play. Like these are clients where I'm cash flowing maybe a couple thousand dollars a month from, with no exit potential down the road. I'm not building equity with them. I'm only running their ads and making a few grand a month and a few grand a month's cool. But like, I'm at the point where I want to build equity and I want to build a business that I can sell for several million dollars in a few years. Yeah. Um, which right now the vehicle for that, in my opinion, is e-commerce brands and SaaS like software projects. So I'm fully focused on this SaaS right now. Yeah. Still making a little money running ads for people and stuff, but but that's definitely not my focus. And um, yeah, yeah, and like the long term point that you made was was a big shift for me as well. Because um, I remember when when we were talking and you were like, "Well, could you see yourself doing that in five years?" And I was like, yeah, "No, probably not." And then you're like, "Okay, well, could you see yourself running Hooper Media in five years?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, like I could see." I can see me completely dominating that industry. Yeah. I think it's way more of a long-term play. Um, obviously, it's something that I probably would never be able to exit. But that being said, I think there, there's just so much opportunity. And there's going to be somebody who, who cracks the code on how to make a lot, of, a lot of money working with basketball trainers and like the go-to marketer gym launch of, of that industry. And... If that was somebody else, if I allowed that to be somebody else, I'd feel like I didn't do it justice. Yeah, so. yeah I think uh, we talk about like being emotionally attached to money. I think l- thinking long term has also helped me with like being emotionally unattached to money. Like you say, like it sucks when you like just blow sales calls one day, you don't close anybody, like it really ruins your day. Versus like you close somebody and like you have a great day that day. Like I don't feel that at all anymore because I think so long term mm-hmm. where I'm like, dude, if I screw up five sales calls right now, it doesn't matter because I'm going to take a thousand sales calls over the next like six months and like I'm going to end up closing a bunch. So like I, I literally just don't care. Yeah. And like I'll take a I'll take a hit on like making money this month and next month and the next by like saying get out of here all you clients and just trying to focus on growing a SaaS. But it's because like I look so far forward knowing that well in a year and a half or two years this'll be like my estimation is it'll be cash flowing X amount, which is a great like monthly amount. And then also when it's cash flowing X amount a month, now it's a, a business that plenty of people are trying to buy SaaS right now, like crazy hot market. And with these multiples, it'll be worth like five million, ten million, eight million dollars. So it's like, look, if I'm losing out on clients, not closing people, or even like, I don't know, not even like like looking at it as like I'm just passing up all this opportunity. Like I don't look at it as passing up all this opportunity by saying no, I'm not open to take calls with clients right now. Um, because I'm foregoing that for a much greater opportunity down the road. Yeah. Like, it was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. So many people were like, dude, you go to such a good business school. Like, dropping out, you're, you're like, missing out on a huge opportunity. <laughs> and I was just like, 
you don't understand the other opportunities there are in life. Yeah. Like, you're telling me I'm missing out on the opportunity to get a degree and get a marketing job right after that pays me 60 grand a year. And I made more than half that, like, in a month. Yeah. Like, what opportunity yeah. am I missing? I think you're missing this opportunity <laughs> by staying in school and not doing what you want to do and are like more interested in doing than going to a nine to five job and making 60 grand a year or whatever. Yep, to each their own. Um, some people need that stability. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, they, they weren't really born to be an entrepreneur and that's totally fine. Um, only to hire people. So takeaways, think long-term. Um, don't the answer to getting past a hurdle is not creating a new business. No, it's uh, doubling down on what works, even though, look at me, I'm creating a new business. Uh, but I did the whole agency thing. and Another takeaway, um, read $100 million offers. Alex yeah. Mosey, great book. And something we talked about at dinner. You can kind of just mess about and like get to probably making 10K a month. But like to get to that twenty plus k a month point, you gotta grind. Yeah, you gotta grind. And that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm, I'm head down. Yeah, Ben. Uh, ben went through the college like oh, I'm gonna work four or five hours a day, build up my agency, do this and that, and like that's awesome to get you to like eight, ten k a month and stuff. But getting to twenty plus, you gotta go ISO and you gotta grind for a bit. Hundred so. percent. I'm excited to just like be at square one with this whole SaaS thing. Like I'm going, I'm going grind mode, dude. Dude, it's so fun just being able to build shit from scratch. There's like yeah. so many. Op- I mean, and then once you get it off the ground and you just have all of this opportunity, it's it's the best. Shout out KP, the kid that's actually building this platform from scratch. He's a genius. KP, I hope you listen to these podcasts. You're you're smart, dude. <laughs> Don't um, don't leave me. I I want to keep you as a business partner, but dude, you've got a crazy skill set. Dude, you should leave Harry and, no, and do better don't things. Do it. All right, I really want to eat this popcorn, and I'm kind of right. tired and want to watch a movie. So Ben's gonna I'm eat some popcorn, off. so we're signing off. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow, subscribe, like, download, do the thing with podcasts, and we'll catch you in the next episode.